Welcome to Nana Tings. Hey everyone, it's Antonio from Nana Tings. How are y'all? <laughs> so I really wanted to do a bonus episode because I know I last week I really didn't have an episode coming out because there was like some publication delays and stuff. But excited news this week, I'm rolling out so much content. And speaking of that, I'm a huge wrestling fan. I already had an episode with my brother about WWE and growing up watching WWE that we just had an amazing pay-per-view happen SummerSlam last week. And we have one happening this weekend, Payback on Sunday. So I called in two special guests, which you will find out in the next segment. Don't want to re- reveal their names just yet. <laughs> and we're going to get into like all things wrestling. It's going to be great. Uh, being an LGBT fan the woman's evolution, the four horsewomen, some controversial topics such as AJ Lee's pipe bomb. <laughs> you will see what happens with that. And um, yeah, it's really exciting. We do some fun games as well at the end and talk things all women's wrestling and being proud gay wrestling fans. So buckle up, grab some champagne or some wine or if you don't drink, some lemon water and enjoy the ride. Don't forget to check out my new book, Falling Angel, Rise in Phoenix, available at Barnes & Nobles, Amazon, Target, and Kindle. Welcome listeners, uh, it's Antonio from Nana Tings. I have two special guests here today. They are my wrestling fans, uh, my Twitter friends, and <laughs> we're going to get into it. So first I have Jake. He is a Bella boy himself. I know him through the Bella Army. <laughs> Say hey, Jake. Hey, what's up, guys? How are you guys? Hey, hey. And then we have DS from Chicago, also host of Ring the Bell. What up, Hello. DS? Hello. <laughs> Hi. I'm here. Hey, hey. All right. So I let's just get into some things right now. So how did you both get into WWE slash what was your first match? And was it a women's match that got you into it? Uh Jake, you can go first. Yeah, sure. Um, so, you know, my brothers, like, always, like, were kind of watching it. Um, but I wasn't really exposed to the women a lot when they were watching it. Because they were kind of, like, going back and forth between, like, WCW and WWE. So, like, yeah. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't really pay attention. Like, I would be on the computer in, like, the same room or whatever. Um, so, you know, I wasn't, like, really exposed to a lot. Like, in 1998, I saw, like, a few things, like, here and there, but, like, wasn't really watching. So, for me, anyway, when I really got hooked was, um, so the main event was the Corporate Royal Rumble. And the winner of that would go on to be number 30 in the Rumble that year. Um, so, I was like, all right, whatever. So, like, we were watching it, and um, China was, like, the surprise final entry, and she tossed Vince McMahon out and won. And, like, automatically, I was hooked. You know, I was yes. kind of like, yeah, you know how, like, kind of, um, I mean, for me anyway, and a lot of gay guys I know, they've always kind of gravitated to that stronger female character. So, like, for me, like, I love, like, Kimberly in the Power Rangers and, like, uh, Sindel in Mortal Kombat and Rogue in X-Men. So, like, growing up, I was, like, really into, like, strong female characters. And, um, you know, I thought it was, like, just really badass that like oh shit like I was like a woman's gonna be in like the men's match that's so cool so honestly from that point on like I just started like watching religiously like they would still like my brother we would record it on VHS's then like after so I, was, like, <laughs> I, was, I was like listen like 
I was like, I don't want to like miss any of it. So like on our other TV, they would have like WCW on and like go back and forth, like between the TVs. And like, I would only like go down to see like Stacey Keebler or something like, and then like (laughs) come back. So then like, I just really started getting exposed more to the women. Like I really loved Sable too. Um, China, of course, like I was just really hooked from that point on. And I've been watching for like 20 something years since. Oh, yay. I love that. I love that. I know you're a big China fan. So I mm-hmm. think it's amazing that that's what like drew you in. And I, I agree as a gay man. Um, I love powerful females like Storm from X-Men. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, badass bitches. <laughs> I hated like as a kid, like the only products for like boys were like either like the boy Power Rangers or like boy X-Men. I'm like, I don't want a fucking Wolverine t-shirt. Like, I'm like, like. <laughs> Like even Beauty and the Beast, like you can only get like a Beast backpack. Like no, clearly. Oh my I god! Want, yeah, I want the Bell backpack. <laughs> Hello, like damn it. <laughs> What's a Beast backpack? Oh my no. god! Well, wait. So like my parents like got me it like, and it was just his, his head. <laughs> like so, it was like a decapitated Beast head on oh, your back. Oh my god! It was not cute. <laughs> I mean, I guess he was kind of cute, but I guess I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but I wanted the fucking bell stuff. Like, I don't want the beast. Like, no. Yeah, but no. speaking of Jake being a speaking of J- Jake being a big China fan, your your um impersonation of China, China. Like, I was watching. <laughs> who was it on RuPaul's Drag Race that did oh, China? Oh uh, shit! Um, I don't really watch. RuPaul's. Cameron Michael. Yes. But yeah, eight hundred people sent me that clip, and like when I was watching <laughs> her, I was just thinking of you, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard better. <laughs> no, I was disappointed in that impersonation too because like everyone sent me it and like I'm like the only gay person who doesn't watch RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> like I know, I know. Whenever anyone finds that out like that and that I don't like musical theater, yeah. they're like, what? Stop. Yeah, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hate it. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but no, but like, so like everyone sent me that clip and I was like, he's not, there's no like nasalness. He's not doing it right. Like, <laughs> like no. <sighs> uh, love it. And then DS, how about you? Uh, what got you to WWE slash first match? Well, I've been watching it for like a like, long time because I think older generation Koreans are like obsessed with wrestling. They watch it every time. So whenever we would get together for like Thanksgiving or like New Year's, we would watch it over like our holiday dinner. But when I start getting getting really into it, I think like first match I really remember is either it's either Trish and Triple H versus Lita and Dorot in that match. So yes. The night when Stephanie like walked in on Trish and Triple H. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think that was pretty pretty. I think that was probably censored in Korea. I think so. <laughs> I'm gonna go with yes. <laughs> <laughs> and um Lita, I think either, either that was that or Lita versus Stephanie McMahon main event. Oh, so okay, yeah. yes. So that hooked me. But what really hooked me in was playing the game. Oh yeah. And so here comes the pain was my first game that I was like religiously playing, and all the, you know, all those like major scenes, like all that stuff in the story. story yes, line. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was yeah. So that's how I really got into it. That's Ooh. so cute. I kind of love that the video games, because back then, I mean, I haven't really played the games now, but like, I feel like the storylines were so fun, like in the games. <laughs> like, I, yeah. like, there was one I remember where, like, Candace Michelle's wand turned Kurt Angle into something. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my, God. My, my favorite, though, is Trish Stratus winning the World Heavyweight yes! Championship or yeah! something like that. When she was managing Chris Masters. <laughs> 
And like she climbs the ladder or something. And yes. Just, yes, I love that too. I was love like, best. I was like, where are the writers? Pay attention. <laughs> like, <laughs> make it happen. Literally iconic. Remember No Mercy on was it Nintendo sixty four? Of course. No, right? Yeah, yeah. No, it's so good. So I used to make Kane um compete for the women's title because if you were a man you had to compete in a bikini contest and i I always just thought it was so funny to see him like prance around in like ivory's green bikini from the royal rumble (laughs) oh my god (laughs) but that game was so good except i didn't like that they gave china like her like less eye makeup scan for her face like, mm. I was just like, they're not doing her justice. Like, <laughs> as a China fan, I'm not okay with I'd this. Like to logic- I'm not okay. And like, the women shared a slot. Like, Ivory and Jacqueline shared a slot. So they had the same moveset. Yes. And they didn't even upload their fucking music. It was like, burn out, burn out, burn out, burn out. Yo, facts. <laughs> what um, got me interesting was actually. Uh, it was a little rated art. This would definitely be uh, censored in Korea DS. Yes. Remember that oh, match? <laughs> the mud match where Kat won and then they ripped off her top and her like tits were out? Yeah, Armageddon? Uh, yes, that was my <laughs> first like wrestling moment. <laughs> and that got you in. <laughs> Literally, I turned on the TV, I, mean, was, I must have been five or six, and I was like, what the fuck is this? But then I just I was watching the rest of wrestling. Um, that's my first experience. But what really got me into it, I think, was some. Um, Going, I went to the NASA Coliseum SmackDown show where I heat Trish debuted for TNA. And oh, I remember oh. being like, oh, who's this chick? And then what really drew me in was WrestleMania 17 when she slapped Vince across the face. Yes. Uh, that made me a hardcore fan after that. <laughs> that was such, like, amazing, like, Trish moment. Like, Trish doesn't get enough credit as a manager, I feel like. Because, like, Agreed. I, I'm, like, I was like, you know, she was an amazing wrestler, but, like, for me, what really won Trish over was, like, all of her, like, manager stuff. Like, that time when she wasn't, like, the great wrestler she was at the time and was doing, like, Maria Canales' sets with, like, bulldogs and, like, shit like that. Like, yeah. but I was like, it was, she was so good as, like, a heel manager. Like, I loved her uh, with Val Venus. I loved Val Venus and White Trunks. Like, I just, you know, like, Trish. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> Trish, <laughs> Trish's manager was amazing. Amazing. I love my table. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes. Those segments were I iconic. I don't care what anyone says. Those were an amazing TLC moment. So yeah. <laughs> what did she say? She was like, I like it hard. And yeah. I was like, oh my God. Hey, Barbara Dudley. Just love the feel of wood. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Also, her heel work when she was a Christian was honestly phenomenal. Like, her oh, always yeah. kicking Christian going in the head. Mm-hmm. Love it. Oh, so good. And her outfits. That's, but that's amazing. So, that's interesting too, though. Like, so, like, was that, that was your first show you went to, the Sunday Night Heat where she debuted? Yeah, it was March 11th to be exact, 2000, right? Yeah, March 11th, 2000 was my first show. That's so, yeah. Or 1999, no, 2000, yeah. DS, do you remember your first show? Um, it was in, I think, 2000. Four, or late 2004 or 2005 when they came to Korea. So oh, that amazing. Was the Korea oh, that's tour, yeah. yeah. That's actually really fun. Was it like a lot of like big names? Because I know for the international tours, they used to like send like all their big, big stars. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, I was only there for Trish, honestly. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, As you Trish. should be. <laughs> but it was like a 90 second match. I was really upset. Oh, but, fuck uh... that. <laughs> 
Oh, that 2004 <laughs> was like circa like when they were starting to care less and it was rude. So yeah, like. Uh. Well, that's good. Well, I'm glad that you got to see them in your home country too. That's amazing. Yeah. Jake, what was your first event? Oh, I want to say, I've honestly I've been very fortunate to have been to like probably close to a hundred at this point. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh I have uh, wasted a lot of money, but um, uh, so <laughs> it was. I want to say it was. A, yeah, it was, okay. It was a house show in May of 1999. It was in Philadelphia. And it was the only show my mom ever went to. She was grossed out by the seats that they had buttery pretzels. <laughs> so like, um, so like we went and I remember China didn't have a match, but she of course accompanied Triple H. And it was when like Triple H had like, he didn't have our time yet or higher brain pattern. It was like the one in between them, like um, as his music it wasn't as good. Um, but I remember they wrestled, he wrestled, I think, like, Undertaker, maybe? Or no, the, he teamed with The Undertaker. Um, the wi- there was no women's match. No, wait, there was, I lied. It was, oh. De- it was Deborah and Jarrett against Nala and Nicole Bass. Um. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. So there's that. Um, but yeah, no. Wait. But I do want to ask, one, when was your first, because you were on TV multiple yeah, times. Yeah. Um. <laughs> when was your first televised, I guess? So... My first televised appearance is also my WrestleMania debut. Um, um, It's so, unfortunately, even though I tell people it was during Stacey Keebler's entrance, which it was, they also showed me during Booker T and Rob Van Dam's entrance, which is unfortunate. Um, So, (laughs) but I was also shown on an episode of Raw, I made a sign that said, I support Maria with a bra on it. And uh, like a real bra hanging off of it. And they showed that. Oh um, then I was interviewed a few months later at Maria's Playboy signing. That's my favorite. <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite. Diva. <laughs> like, like, oh. like, who is this gay man? <laughs> like, but, um, uh, then, and um, then, of course, um, the Bella's uh, show as well. Yes. Yeah. Casual, just casual, just a little thing. So, you know, just <laughs> I have my total. What was it? Total Bell's credit. Total. Like, yeah. <laughs> just that. <laughs> well, I was pissed because they actually filmed me another time when I met the Bellas in 2016 for Total Divas, and um, they came up to me after. And honestly, because it was the day Brie was retiring too, and I wasn't. I didn't think I'd be able to meet them. But my friend Derek. Um, he came up to me at WrestleCon the day before and like, we were talking, he's like, are you going to meet the Bellas tomorrow? I was like, I'm going to try to like, I was like, you know, like, I feel like their line's going to be insane because they weren't VIP and he was kind enough. To, so he was like, well, I'm ADA. He's like, if you want to come with me, you're more than welcome to. I was like, oh, I don't want to like take away from someone from doing that. And he's like, no, 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 no. It's like not a big deal. So um, I went in line with him and I'm actually really glad I did because they cut their line off. And here's a good Samaritan story for me. Um, there, was the, there was like a little girl, she was like probably like seven, crying on the other side of the barricade because they cut off the line and she wasn't going to get to meet them. So I asked her dad, I was like, if you want, I can like pick her up over the barricade if you want to like have her meet them. And he was like, 
he like looked around like really sad she's like yeah and like, like he like picked her i like grabbed her <laughs> and put her over but she was the cutest thing she's like she like gave us a hug she's like this means so much to me she's like they're my idols and they she gave them the biggest hug like i took a picture of it and like sent it to her dad and stuff um because she didn't have a phone like so like so it was like here i'll text your dad and your pictures um, but it was so cute. And I was like shaking too from like being Nicole and Brie because they remember they knew who I was from Diva Dirt. Um, yeah. So like, you know, like after the producer came up to me and they're like, I, I couldn't even like understand what they were saying. They were saying, can you hold up? Um, like they're like, can you sign this? We filmed off of the show. They're like, can you hold up um, the sign? So like I held up the poster they signed. They're like, no, your permission form. I'm like, okay. <laughs> 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 like what a fucking idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god these wrestling moments i love them and speaking about that obviously us three are lgbt fans um i'm not gay you guys that literally <laughs> reminded me of the britney spears ryan speaker thing where she's like he's gay <laughs> Wait, girl? Wait, what? <laughs> he's gay? I was going to be like, wait, he's not? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I love it. Oh, you guys are awesome. <laughs> how do you guys feel? Um, how, how, like, how do we see WWE has progressed? Like, now we have Jake Atlas signs, right? Mm-hmm. So, Newsville had a huge push as an out wrestler. I just found out Tegan knocked yeah. him also. Um, how do we... Yeah, apparently, yeah, take the floor. <laughs> I'm not sure though, but apparently, um, I think it's Shayna's dad or Dakota's dad. Someone let it slip that they're dating too, like a few months ago. Oh, I yeah. could so see that. Yes. Yeah, and then Mercedes Martinez is mm-hmm. there. Yes. I personally yeah. would mm-hmm. like to see more male representation. Agreed. <laughs> um, which I'm sure there are some closeted gay men there. Which hey, you know what? And come out on your own time. You know, like it's I, we've been through it. It's Every, you really just need to do it in your own way. So, you know, like, I don't believe in, like, forcing anyone out of the closet who's not ready for it. Um, so, but I would love to see some more openly gay wrestlers. I think it would do a lot. I mean, you know, like, as a kid, it, su- it sucks. Because I love wrestling so much, but it, I don't feel like until recently it was ever, like, an LGBTQ safe place. Um, it's not sometimes. No. Yeah. No, no. I get nervous at shows sometimes if I'm wearing like a Nikki Bella crop top and I get looks and I'm just like, okay, like, let me live. Oh, you know what? Honestly, just like tell us people to go suck a dick. Like, so like, I mean, like for myself, like, I mean, like I grew up going to shows like with my family who like on one hand too, like I wasn't even really like out to them yet. You know, I'm sure they fucking knew, but like, (laughs) like, (laughs) like as a kid, you know, like I was very sheltered, like, um, I just talked about this uh, on our, our, our other podcast. Um, no, like I would go to shows like almost like I feel like in disguise, like a, the person I really was, like wearing shirts oh, yeah. for like male wrestlers and stuff like that. Like I have like all these like old like fucking like Triple H and Randy Orton t-shirts. I'm like I don't really care about them. Like cause, well, one they didn't have no. they didn't have shirts yeah. for women also, but like um, mm-hmm. so like you know like I wouldn't feel comfortable being myself. And it wasn't probably until maybe even, like, 2016 where I felt okay enough to, like, dress a little bit more flamboyantly, like, when I go to wrestling. Because um, I started, and honestly, I credit Total Divas 
to this. Yeah. Um, I feel like it ushered in a lot more female fans and a lot more LGBTQ plus fans. Um, and it's just become a more open and accepting environment. Like, um, you know, like I would get like some shit, like sometimes like when I go to shows, like, and honestly, like, I just like, I'm pretty good at like giving it back to people. So like, I'm just like, whatever. Like, I'm like, I'm like, dude, we're here to have fucking fun. Like grow up. Like, um, but yeah, honestly, like, yeah, I'll, I'll get people who like give looks sometimes because I wear like booty shorts to shows now and like I wear my Nikki Bella outfit. Yeah. Um, but you know what? Like, I love to dress like that for shows. I'm having fun. I'm being myself. And, you know, being my authentic self and wearing what I want to wear has, you know, like helped me be more comfortable at the program and me be able to like, cause I'm going to be on my feet screaming for the girls anyway. So you know what? Now people yeah. can at least fucking expect it. So like, so, you know, I, I, it's been really great though because I've met a lot of really great fans and like, I had no idea there were so many, so many gay fans, um, you know, like yeah. growing up. Yeah. Like, like definitely like I, I'm sure you guys can relate. You probably you're like, Oh my God, I'm the only gay person here. Like, you know? Yeah. 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 So I mean, I think for me, I guess Chicago, at least I feel like they have, it's a Chicago is a really uh-huh. fun city for wrestling. So I think they have some respect for women's wrestling. So, so even when I was going to Raw's and stuff, like they were respectful to women. So I never felt like so like out of the, out of the place, but still I feel like a lot of times, like I'm the loudest. I am like only loud during women's yeah. matches for all the other matches. I'm just like, <laughs> like whatever. Yeah. So, like, I think, but the one thing that I've really was a moment for me that things are changing is when I saw other wrestling fans wearing that rainbow Finn Balor yeah, shirt. Yeah. And I'm sure for WWE, it could have been just like, whatever, it's a cash grab for them. That's what people can say. But for me, seeing other people wearing and just like showing that their support for rainbow flag, it was, it meant so much mm-hmm. to me. Like I felt safe for the first time being in a wrestling show. So I think little steps like that, I think it's really important. The WWE is taking a step in that. And I think like even I recently found this like maybe a year or two ago, but LGBTQ pro wrestling community on Facebook. Yeah. Like they are. Yeah. Like I didn't know about this growing up, but they go to shows together. They have their own section. I think that is so cool. Um, so I do want to see more inclusions like that. That is, is that that makes me feel welcomed. It really, it really does. And that group is like honestly like amazing. If you guys aren't a member of it and you're on Facebook, um, I suggest you join. They're also on Twitter um, and Instagram. Um, but it's honestly, it's a really fun group. And you know what? What I really like about that group too is it's very, it's way more diverse than you'd think in the sense that like, not everyone is there. Like not everyone is a woman's wrestling fan. Not everyone is like this. Yeah. There's like people who are like hardcore Japanese wrestling fans or like old school fans or like they, like this, that, and the other. So it's like a really diverse mix. I mean, cause like for myself anyway, like I, most of the fans that I communicate with are women's wrestling fans. Um, yeah. So like, yeah. it's been great to meet people who have like different interests and in what they're interested in and get different perspectives. Oh, I, I like that. I'm like actually like Facebooking it right now, so I can remember that. I put it in my notes. Yeah, <laughs> I, was like, I need to join that. Definitely join. It's a, it's a lot of fun. Um, and the, like the, a lot of the guys are the sweetest. Like Brian, um, he I want to say sort of. Um, I don't know if I'm escorting, but like I know he's very involved <laughs> with it. But um, he's so sweet, and like he posts a lot of stuff, like not even just wrestling related, like just like you know, positivity, like morale boosters, like getting to know people. It's just, it's really nice. It's a really nice little group. 
On good. And then my next question for you guys are, I want to hear your, who your favorite female wrestler slash wrestlers are, and also your male wrestler crush. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's tough. Yum, yum. Well, you go first, Jake. Um, well, Velvet Sky is my favorite wrestler. No, I'm kidding. She is Ring the Bell first she official is. interview. I do she have to is. say. No, she she's a good girl. But um, no, she, she, <laughs> we have a past. But um, we're good now. Uh, but um, anyway, but no, my favorites of all time are to surprise of no one, China and the Bella Twins. Um, yes, which, and why? Oh my god! <laughs> what? Um. Which is kind of a thought. <laughs> Which is kind of like a lot of people like get like because if you look at them on paper, they're kind of polar opposite ends of the spectrum almost. Yeah. yeah. That, yeah. And like some people are like, okay, well, like, how can you be like such a fan of like China who's like done all this? And then like, you know, people who don't get the Bella's appeal will be like, why are you a fan of like these stacks? Like, like, okay. <laughs> so like what I love is they both, I think I can relate to parts of them in different ways. Um, for me growing up, you know, like I mentioned, like China really got me into wrestling, but on top mm-hmm. of that, um, she was always, her character was always kind of that she was the, what I saw myself the most in. I could not relate to a lot of the men on the roster. Um, I just, I was never that super tough guy. I was never that like, I, I was just, I just wasn't that person. Like it, it, none of that was me. So, um, but China really teetered that line between feminine and masculine that I was like, oh, wow, I, I can relate to her. And I just, she just always, for me anyway, I saw her as an underdog a lot of the time, just because, you know, she was a woman going against the men, and, but she was winning. And I really loved that. And I just, for me, it just really resonated and it helped me be more comfortable with myself in a way and really just, you know, love and accept the person I am which I feel like China went through a lot through personally and in real life um, as well, you know, struggling to find that like her playboy cover unveiling while like, you know, it's, it's a playboy cover unveiling. So like, it's not supposed to be like that big of a deal, but it's probably my favorite promo of all time, just because it's, I feel like it was very real and honest where, you know, like she talked about like never feeling accepted, never being, you know, the beautiful girl or anything like that. And that she just had to prove people wrong. And yeah, for me, anyway, it's just kind of always, like, resonated with me. It's just, like, you know, like, show people you're more than they think you are. You know, like, like, like not just, like, the gay guy. You know, like, just, like, like I'm so much more than that. Um, which is also a line in China's music. But anyway, um, so... <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, um, so for her, I saw a lot in that. And very similar to the Bella Twins. No one expected them to be as successful as they were. Um, yep. They came in, you know, like, okay, like, they're twins, that's their thing, they'll walk out with the guest host, but they really wanted to prove people wrong. They really wanted to be more than people saw them as. And that's something that really stuck with me as well. Um, I'm really curious, actually, when did you become, like, their number one? So, like, I really got obsessed with them circa 2011. Honestly, this is awful, but their promo against Karma, like, I love heels. Um, and I was like, they're bitches. This is mean. Like, and then, so then I started really getting interested in them. But what really solidified it for me as they're my girls. So there was a writer for WWE.com. I don't even fucking remember their name, but they wrote an article pretty much saying like, 
women like Beth Phoenix are the only ones who should be in the division. Like the Bella Twins and Eve and Kelly have no place there. Like these model women. Oh, yeah. and it was like just a totally like, it was really odd because it was from a female's perspective as well. Um, so, and the Bellas like were really vocal about it at the time, which, yeah, yeah, which I was like, that's awesome that they're like, fuck you. I'm like, not like, I have every right to be here. I've worked my ass off to be here. And I'm like, you know what? Like they really have. So like, I really started becoming a big fan of them. Then they left in 2012. Um, and I was so upset. And when the night they came back, I like freaked out. I was so excited. So like really their second run was really like more of when I became so passionate about them. And I was just like, I really love them. I was like, I love what they stand for. I love, and I love that they're putting in the work to grow. Like if you look at the transition, they developed in the ring, they developed on the mic. It's just like, you know, like they were putting in the work and I so admire their work ethic and their creativity. So it's just like, and you know, then like when they started working for Diva Dirt, a lot of the audience there was very anti-Bella. So my, for me anyway, like, I was like, I just want people to understand like why they're working. And like some, I had people say like, Hey, you know, you wrote this one thing about Nikki and it changed my mind on her. Um, and like, which is great to hear. Like, I love hearing, you know, like people started to see them seriously. So for me anyway, they just started to be taken seriously and they're, they're genuinely great role models. They're legitimately the best wrestlers I have met to their fans. Um, yeah. They're just, they're such, they're just good people. And I really love them um, and on so many levels. So it's just, yeah. But yeah, China and the Bellas. Yes. And then uh, Male Crush. Ooh. Um, so that's like kind of like changed over time. Like I used to love Evan Bourne. Like, or as I used to, Ooh, oh my yeah. God. I, I used to call him Born for Porn. Um, so, oh my God. <laughs> so um, I used to love Evan Bourne. Um, uh, probably, but like over recent years, like probably I really like Dash Wilder. Um, or whatever the hell his name is now, Cash McGraw, or I don't even know. I don't watch AW, so. <laughs> 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 um, but um, yeah, him and yeah, I mean, there's other people I'm probably missing too. But like off the top of my head, I guess like him right now. Like we stand, we stand. <laughs> <laughs> and then how about you, DS? Uh, favorite female wrestler slash wrestlers and male crush. Yes, I mean my favorite female wrestler all time is Trish Stratus. Yes. I freaking love I think when I was a kid I thought I was in love with her I wanted to marry her everything but then I like you know you know that you want to be her <laughs> yeah um but yeah no that's like li- so I, I grew up in Korea I'm ESL um but I literally learned English from like watching her and like you know when she was writing you know some like English word on Christie's back I was like oh slut I got it when she got abducted <laughs> when she got abducted by Melina like abduction okay like, that's how I learned there's English. a typo here oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um so yeah she i i was really obsessed with her like i i followed like all the promos that she said nobody's gonna steal my spotlight okay so i was like obsessed with her um and my life motive is like literally reached the stratosphere like she's awesome and uh, i met her in person uh, i think it's like yes. 2013 oh. literally 
I was frozen. And my boyfriend Luke was there. He he could tell that I was like frozen. I couldn't move because it was like, not going to lie. It was like one of my life goal to meet her and tell her that I learned English because of her. I moved to America because of her. And I'm not, I'm not a freaking journalist now. So I'm, less, I'm just like, that's kind of cool. That's so I'm nice. <laughs> so I was like literally frozen and I was in the front of the line. And because I was frozen, this douchebag behind me cut the line and went to see her first but anyway um she like held held my hand and she was like it's okay take your time and she talked to me for like three or four minutes there was like a long line it was the best experience ever um so that was great and of course my korean hero gail kim yeah her um now we're like sisters (laughs) (laughs) you manifested it baby (laughs) Honestly, cannot believe that. I cannot believe that I like text her about like, oh, our Korean moms. It's like oh. kind of crazy, but that has happened. Yes. Um, and my crush. This was um, when I was young. I was really into Chris Jericho. Mm. <laughs> I should have chosen Christian. Yes, yes. I should have chosen Christian. I made a wrong I choice, you were so like... I, I'm sorry about that. Poor, <laughs> I apologize. Your taste has gotten better. So. <laughs> yes. And I was obsessed with Darren Young. Oh yeah. Okay, yeah. And we met. And we met at DragCon. Shut up. We met at DragCon. It was great. He told me that he's into Asian. Oh. And I'm like, oh well. Usually, I don't like that kind of comment, but I like wrestlers, so let's <laughs> let's make that even. <laughs> and recently, Dexter Lumis oh is like hitting oh. hitting all my kink spots. That's everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck! I forgot what so I was gonna call him. What's the What's the thing of Tom of Finland? <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> Google it, yes. <laughs> He's like, wait, what? But, but, but yeah, it's like um it's like a porn thing. Um <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> What's that? Do you know what porn is? Yeah. <laughs> anyway. I my favorite female wrestlers are for sure Trish Stratus. Like, I mean, she got me into wrestling and she's just iconic. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a Bella boy too. I have an obsession with Nikki and Brie Bella. Yes. And your brother is also into Bella twins, or did you force him to do that? <laughs> wait, 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 what? <laughs> Your brother is into Bella oh, Twins too, yeah, right? Yeah, so our obsession became it, it's more their second row when they sort of like had their personalities as their outfits and moveset and everything. And it, it, it reminded my brother and I, because my brother and I were Dominican and Italian and we look identical like when he shades and stuff. So we we're like, oh my God, like we're, and, and he, we're both like just, we were like, oh, we're the, we're the male Bellas. This is freaking great. And then our obsession started and then we met them at Good Morning America. And then, yeah, I met them one other wow. time for this, like, Total Divas taping during SummerSlam. I think it was the same time with you, Jake. I think it was, like, 2016 SummerSlam. Or yeah, 2017. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was something around that. Um, and then meeting, like, Jake through the Bella Army and then more Bella Army uh, fans through Twitter. Just And it brought more life into liking them because the fan base is so freaking amazing. It really is. That it makes me, like, want to, like, be more obsessed. It's crazy. And then... I have one more obsession because I am a crew member. Sasha fucking Banks is, is my bitch. Oh my like when <laughs> I say I scream for her, like first of all, she loses the title every month, which pisses me off. Like I'm yelling when she loses. <laughs> but I need that SmackDown title on ASAP. But for her, she embodies like 
boss bitch take no shit and like i can even see her running with a man's title in the future oh, she's yeah. just she, star quality star quality Yo, I feel like me and Sasha will like vibe really well because I know that she's super into K-pop and Korean movies, and I feel like that's gonna be a great video. Yeah, she, oh, she's just, oh my god, I feel like she doesn't get enough credit, but because she really, she puts on such good matches and she motivates me. And also going back to the Bellas, like their book, their new oh, book, yeah, um, incredible. is like, oh my god, so motivating the stuff that they went through, and it's like seeing these powerful women. And you know, being a being a wrestler is hard. You know, five days a week on the road, you hardly can see your. It's just to know that you had a hard background to go into a hard lifestyle. You're still like pushing through and being a, an amazing human. is so inspirational. Yeah, absolutely. So who's your crush? Oh, um, so I love Angel Garza, that peach oh booty. Like, <laughs> TV is not doing justice for him. Or maybe it's his hairstyle. I don't know, but he is. Why? Do, like, why did give it, me it. Why are they making like, all of the Latin men like have really long hair right now, though. Like, are you guys noticing that? Like, yeah, I don't know why. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like is this like a template they are to making them go on? Because like, that's pretty on brand for WWE. Like, <laughs> I like, I if personally, put... I like short hair Angel Garza better. Like, yeah, I don't I like agree. his haircut right now. <laughs> if you put me in between Garza and Finn Balor, I think I would explode. <laughs> <laughs> White combust. Uh, Finn, Finn gay baits too much. I'm like, I'm not gonna. I don't know. I do still get baited, but I'm like, no, I'm gonna like push it away. <laughs> it is you, right? It is gay bait because, like, have you noticed like the camera angles when he goes against the ropes? It like is like the penis line and up. I'm oh, like, yeah. you know what the fuck you're doing. He knows <laughs> his exactly right there. Like he's like he knows his <laughs> angles. <laughs> but I I don't I don't know. See, like for me, like it's just like a lot of the new guys like. I feel like they know they're good looking. Maybe it's just because like we're in social media age now. But like, yeah. I like for me like I remember like the like in like two thousand like I loved Steve Blackman also, <laughs> like which is such a weird person. <laughs> but yeah, he was cute. He was like major daddy. But like I love Steve Blackman. Um, but yeah, no, like the older like era, like. I liked when Grandmaster Sex, I used to do that spot where his pants fell off. Like, <laughs> oh my God, yes. <laughs> <But> <laughs> is it okay for us to talk about this? I thought your like previous episode was about spirituality. <laughs> so I feel like. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yeah, so two episodes ago it was, but there was one that debuted today. Um, it's like slow on Apple for some reason, but it went on Spotify quicker. And it was about like Twitter gays, Peter Pan syndrome, sex and fire island. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's all these things you know i go from being really spiritual yogi to like like me no. <laughs> okay. i mean we've seen your twitter oh my god <laughs> i'm running in a corner <laughs> yo quarantine had me going Sweaty crazy, okay? But yes. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> also, DS, you saw me drunk in Chicago, so that's another sign. But <laughs> you're right. That was a moment, girl, that weekend. Uh, I'm about to see Jake in, in Philly. Like, yeah, moments. he's going to be in Philly this weekend. <laughs> woot woot. Yes. I'm excited. So going to the next topic, before we get into pay-per-views, I would love to talk about um, Four Horsewomen. 
I would love to get your guys like just quick takes on all the four girls or like maybe um, some of them that are not shown as much or are like the underdogs of the four. And then other girls that sort of like were the four horsemen of another era, like, you know, Melina's era. Then you have the Trish Golden era. Then you have like, um, what are, there's another, oh, Paige, A.J. Lee, all that. So let's get into the four horsewomen. So what do you guys think uh, if you went through all four, like who do you think has like the best mic skills or, or shine the best or who was overrated or who's underrated? Yada, yada, yada. <laughs> got it um for me personally um and this is not going to be a popular opinion i never really got on board with the whole four horsewomen thing i mean coming from a bella no it was just like for me anyway at their at their time coming in like when they were really starting to get popular don't get me wrong i was super excited about it and i was like this is awesome like i was like I love that they're giving women longer matches. Like, I was really liking a lot of what I was seeing in NXT. Um, like, when they were all there, like, I was like, this is great. Um, like, I love, I was there for the Sasha Bailey takeover match, and like, yes. it was incredible. Like, I was so excited about it. Um, yeah, but I mean, for me anyway, like, I don't know. I felt like there were other women in NXT at that time that I was like a little bit more excited about. I mean, not popular, but I was pretty excited about Eva Marie. Um, cause like, I felt like she, same yeah, though, same. I was like, yeah. oh, she's doing something different. She's like actually putting in the work. Um, I loved her when she was with Naya, um, at that time. So like, I thought that was a cute little pairing. I liked what Alexa was doing. Um, so yeah, but, um, for me anyway, um, I, the one I really gravitated to the most was Charlotte. Um, I liked her look. I liked her moveset. Um, and I kind of like, was like, okay, well she can like come in and be like, the big heel, I guess, you know, she kind of has that going for her. Um, but she, like she debuted as a face and like, I was not loving it at first and I hated her attires. Yeah. Like no. the one she wore at Hell in the Cell was not it. Um, <laughs> it was trash. <laughs> it was not cute. It was like an angel fire wallpaper, like on like an old website, like with like the flames, like whatever. But, um, so anyway, so yeah. it, it took me like a minute to really get on board with them. Um, Becky, I'm super happy she got as popular as she did. And I love Becky, don't get me wrong. But yes. ring-wise, her matches never really did it for me. Um, and they still don't. Um, I mean, like, she's had okay matches, but, like, nothing... Like, I honestly, off the top of my head, I can't recall a match of Becky's besides, like, the ones with Charlotte that I was like, wow, that was amazing. Um, like, maybe her takeover match with Sasha. Sasha... I would say Sasha, yeah. yes. Sasha, <laughs> I think, by far is the best wrestler of the group. Yes. Um, I think, you know, she's innovative. She reminds me a lot of Melina, where she just, like, wants yeah. to do crazy fucking spots. Like, <laughs> like, like, yep. like, could this possibly kill me? Let's do it. So, like, um, and I kind of love that. Like, um, and the thing is, you can tell she really wants to break barriers and she really wants to put her all into this. And I love that about her. Um, I'm so glad they turned her heel about a year ago. I th- think that was really refreshing for her character. Um, yeah. Yeah. Cause like her as a face, her, except with her feud with Charlotte, I actually, I did enjoy that. Like in summer of 2016, I thought that was fun. Um, yeah. But like my only gripe with them is I feel like the fact that they are the four horse women kind of pushes a lot of other extremely talented women to the side a lot of the time. Yeah, like, I feel like not until, like, probably this year, like, and maybe, like, a few years ago, Asuka kind of, like, got put to the side. 
and like thrown about. Yeah. I feel like Naomi is grouped into the divas division, even though I think she's just as talented. Um, you know, like I just there's women that should get that same recognition and notoriety for the work they're doing that just aren't just because of the time they came into the company. Um, so I don't know. It's just on one hand, they're the four horsewomen. They're always going to be the, that group of girls who really changed the game, I think. Um, but I think honestly, it could be anyone else to be honest for some, like Charlotte and Sasha, I'd say they're locked in. But, like, I think if you, like, like, I think Becky or Bailey could honestly be interchangeable. Like, if someone else was there at the right time, they would have been one of the four horsewomen, I think. Ooh, controversial. (laughs) That is is very controversial. I mean, I love them all. I, they're all, I think, super incredibly talented. Sasha and Charlotte, obviously, like, amazing matches. I just don't even, I don't even remember, like, them having bad matches. Oh, and Estelle, baby, so good. I, I, I can think of a couple. Yeah, so good. Um, and Becky and Bailey, they tell such a good story. Um, they bring in that emotion. So their matches just technically might not be the most like five star, but like just they tell a great story in the ring. So I think they all bring something to the table. I think WWE did a really good job choosing those four as you know the the stars that will lead the women's division, and they did succeed. I think making them into the main adventures of the company that fans all respect and love because for the longest time, like we've always only had like one or two stars of the division. Mm-hmm. It was like Trish Stratus. It was China. It was, you know, Michelle McCool, AJ Lee. We had that one person that was reigning through the entire division. Like, you know, they were the only protagonists. So I think it is successful for WWE's part where they were finally kind of successful in building more than one and like four or five different people that people can be into. That said, I think um, creative has definitely messed up um, coming up with, you know, credible mid card. Yeah. I think the effort given to mid card is like, like close to zero. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Cause all the attention is just given to these four horsewomen. And I think that is kind of having little reverse effect on them. So, you know, I love them, but I hope WWE can, like, finally start building the mid-card so we can bring the division as a whole, too. Yeah. I agree. I mean, like, I I think they kind of forget, too, though. Like, hey, they're not going to be around forever. You kind of need to be building the future at the same time. because. But the the problem is they'll give some of these girls, like, ooh, like, here's, like, a little two-month push, and then, like, they're doing nothing again. Like, it's yeah. not, like, a consistent, like, with the men, they, like, consistently have them in a storyline or of some kind if they're not in, like, a title picture or something. But, well, most of the men. But, like, with the women, it's just, like, okay, you're done, you're here. But, like, even with the four horsewomen, though, I feel like if they don't have a storyline for them, their go- default is, we're going to write you off TV. Like, yeah. <laughs> something like that. <laughs> like, that's, Yeah. So, but which is almost like they're protecting them too at the same time. Like, I mean, like Becky, a little different. Like her situation was like, she like I felt like in for a year she was kind of not doing anything um, on like SmackDown, um, yeah. and like having like throwaway matches that mean nothing. But like, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. They created just they have a lot of work to do. <laughs> what's your thought? What's your thought on Four Horsewomen? Are you pro or anti? Also, by the way, is Nana your like nickname? Yeah. Uh... <laughs> so what do you think, Nana? Nana. Yeah, that is my that was my nickname since I was fourteen. Now, damn. Oh my god, I love um, it. 
Yes. So I am pro four horsemen, but I, 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 I see, I agree with you, DS, about them being that four of those bitches. But I also agree with like Jake, where it's like some of it is mixed. So like, obviously being a Sasha Banks uh, fan, I feel like she gets the best wrestling credit, but sometimes her storylines fucking suck compared to yeah. the three other girls. Like, don't get me wrong, Bailey is shiny. I never liked Space Bailey. People were all about her. I was not about it. Until no. she chopped, yeah, when she chopped off her hair and became the golden role models, I was like, oh, you're giving me very, like, Eddie Guerrero heel tactics, and it, it works so well with mm. Sasha Banks giving you that Eddie Guerrero heel. But um, I say with Sasha, though, like, she'll do mid-card feuds that go nowhere. Like, remember she, like, broke her life from Nia Jax, and she had, like, that two-month feud hitting her with a crutch? Oh, yeah. And then, like, Alicia Fox, but then they, like, put Sasha off for a few sort of fake injury because they didn't know what to do with her. Mm-hmm. But she never complains, but then they'll give her a title, and then she'll use it. She'll lose it three weeks later or, like, six days later at Alexa Bliss. And I'm like, girl, like, what? What? And then you have Becky, which is great. I love the Survivor Series moment, like, where, you know, an accident got her face hidden. Legendary. Bloody. Legendary. I love the man. But then after WrestleMania, the, the hype went too far that I was like, we have people like Sasha that are, like, how to take off for her mental health or bailey that needed to chop her hair to have a rebranding where you have the man taking over which don't get me wrong a woman doing what men do like winning two titles made her into wrestlemania thank you for that like i am so happy women are doing that i'm so glad becky was the one to do it but don't there's a way to promote it but not over not overfeed ourselves you know it's like when john cena was winning a title every year or like where you're being force fed the same wrestler like roman reigns nonstop. um and then I would see. Say, I think yeah. that, that's what I think the problem was with Becky. That's definitely the problem with Becky. Yeah, like, I agree. Just like they, they're like, oh, okay, like we have you there. So I feel like it almost they kind of went back in time to like that one woman yeah. situation who like goes through the whole division because I felt like Raw's women's division for like a year was like a mess. Like <laughs> I agree. And then Charlotte, I'm so iffy with her. Like there. So her first run, I did not like, especially Nikki Bell was on the title. As a Nikki fan, I was like, no. <laughs> um, and then she, she was decent after that. I, her Sasha feed was amazing. Like, I, their chemistry is fire. So I mm-hmm. love that. Yeah. And then her Brie Bella feed was like, all right. And then I feel like she got too many title reigns too quick, and that's why I don't like her anymore. It's like you went, what is she, a 10-time champion now? 11? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, you know why? Yeah, because they want to give yeah. sixteen. But yeah. like, she still before has Rick, a yeah. few years left of before whether she's going to get pregnant or even post pregnancy, she could wrestle. It's like I don't need to be force fed ten titles in like what was it three years? We have that many title reigns, like crazy. Yeah. It, but on top of all the titles, she also have Royal Rumble win. She also defeated Trish Stratus. Yeah, she's got everything in the world. That's, so that's yeah. what. She is absolutely talented. I think she's great on the mic. She's great on all the matches, but too much. It's too much. I'd be enforced by Charlotte too. Don't get me wrong. Like when she's not in the title picture, I really enjoy her character work or just like, I also like her Instagram. Like her personal life looks fun. She has, <laughs> yeah. video, like, she has good fashion. Her, she's an absolutely amazing yeah, person. She's always yeah. drunk. You see her drunk selfies whenever she's like in vacation, Miami. <laughs> like, I'm like, she's who I want to hang out with. I just wish like, WWE didn't make her so like like sort of Becky where there were so many moments where forced it. like remember when she was fighting with Oscar two months ago like new title match new title match but then she's at NXT trying to get the title again and I'm like oh my god <laughs> see I think Charlotte's really that woman that they, they should be capitalizing on is feuds outside of the title picture that means something because they always have these like one off throwaway feuds that last like a couple of weeks for the girls um, yeah. but like they're not really any like consistent long term feuds that like don't involve a championship 
So I think Charlotte's yeah. someone they could really do that with. Like when she comes back, I don't know who with, like maybe Nia, maybe someone else. I personally would like to see Charlotte wrestle men when she comes back. I think she's beaten the same group of women so many times. And I feel like having Randy Orton like punt her dad a few weeks ago is a great way to segue her into that. Yes, yes. That's, that's the right way to use her. I agree. But so. yeah, but you know what? When we, I think about it now, now that we're talking about this, it reminds me of like the other main girls and other eras. Because remember like the AJ Lee era, we had AJ Lee being forced on our throat sometimes. I mean, I don't get me wrong. I really did enjoy her character work and how she was in the male title picture, like with John Cena. But we had Paige and Paige is like pretty iconic in my eyes. Any of the Bellswins, like mm-hmm. kicking ass. But I think AJ Lee got a lot of the credit. Granted, the Bells put in fucking so much work that hour. They were literally holding up the women's division with AJ and Paige. It's funny because I saw a tweet earlier today. I forget who wrote it, but like it was like um, today's that we're recording this on the anniversary of AJ's pipe bombshell, which is like pretty controversial. And yes. someone wrote like the ironic thing about this is that Nikki Bella turned out to be a better worker than AJ Lee. And in my opinion, they're not wrong. Um, I mean, I don't know if you guys remember, but, like, towards the end of AJ's run, she, like, would disappear for, like, weeks on end. Um, like... <laughs> are we doing like, this here? Like, uh, <laughs> are we doing this? <laughs> I'm just saying. So. Are we coming for my Chicago sister, AJ <laughs> so, Lee? <laughs> no, no, I, I love... I adore AJ. Like, I think she's fantastic. <laughs> I'm good friends with Celeste, who's, like, one of her besties. So, That's like, true, yeah. um, I love AJ. It's just... I think that I think that promo was hurtful, but anyway. But I, um, <laughs> I cannot believe even seven seven years after that promo is still making people so upset. I mean, I was just like, because, because it's iconic in some way. Because, I guess. To be honest, I think it's like a dirty hetero smart male's perspective, and I don't like it. I think it came across as sexist. I think it hurt the division. The fact that the girls didn't know about it beforehand. I think that fucked things up even more. Like, I think this was an opportunity to make her challengers for the title look a little bit more credible. Like, not put them over. Be like, maybe some like, like, which one of you, like, bitches? Like, you guys are all about fame and stuff like that. Like, she didn't need to say the sexually transmitted stuff. Slut shame. Like, that's trash. That's hetero's hawk. And I think this would have been... Talk, yeah. yeah. Like, I think that's trash. So I think this would have been an opportunity to make it, like, less about, like, what, like, internet smarks are saying and like, you know, be creative on your own. Um, I just, I think it was a cheap, cheap promo. And I don't know, I love AJ. I think she's um, a great heel and I feel like she did a lot for the division, but I feel like towards the end of her run, you know, like after she dropped the belt to Paige, it's just like, I think she knew she was leaving soon. So she was like, all right, I'm checking out. You could tell she had had it with WWE too. Like she was like calling out Stephanie McMahon on Twitter. Like, yeah, all the, MIA stuff, I agree. Just she was like always going missing. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know what she was going on, but um I just think um towards the end she didn't really care, but you know, she did do besides that promo, <laughs> I think she did a lot to get people interested in the women's division with her feud with Caitlin. So I'm not gonna get into the pipe bomb situation because it's gonna be another one hour of <laughs> <laughs> so you know. <laughs> So but, controversial. I love it. So but, well, we'll flip to another stable then really quick. So the golden era, right? I think yeah. that four girls, I would say Trish, 
Lita, Victoria, and like I guess Jazz slash Molly slash Gail. So it's not really four because like I think they were all working so hard and really pushing the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, but really, Victoria versus Trish is what stood out to me with the hardcore matches. Oh, oh they were. It. I love so all of good. Those. Like to be honest, I can't pick four out of that group of women. Like not only them, but like. You had Ivory, the veteran, coming in. You had, even though they weren't necessarily, like, wrestler-wrestlers, Tori, Stacey, Dawn Marie, Nydia, Sable, they were all doing their thing yeah. to get people interested in the women. What I loved about that is, like, most of the women had something going on. Um, you know, like, they weren't just, like, sitting around. Oh, Jacqueline as well, um, working their ass off. So, like, the women weren't just standing around like they were getting involved they were all had something going on and they were working hard to try to get people interested in the women's division because they were coming up from a time where 1999 2000 the matches were more or less like quick like tna matches and stuff like that where like it wasn't so much about the athleticism so i even even the tna matches in the um golden era i thought were like pretty fun matches like i loved like when terry would wrestle trish and like stacy yeah like they were good matches they were entertaining yeah yeah because like talking to them because they went out there like they didn't want to do those no. matches. i mean maybe some of them mm-hmm. wanted, but then they wanted to make sure that they go out there and tell a great tell a great story mm-hmm. with what they're giving so i think that's why it was entertaining they were people were interested and invested in them i think it was great i mean for me when i was growing up i always thought yeah what's happening oh yeah my um Sorry, my limo like totally just like walked in to talk, and I'm like, I can't talk right now. But yeah, <laughs> listen, okay. we're talking about the pipe bomb shell right now. So. <laughs> oh my, okay, it's fine. Oh my god, we're going back to another controversial topic. I can't. That that pipe bomb, yo, Jake. When those tweets, where, didn't that you like your tweet go viral where like people were like going off about that pipe bomb comment? Yeah, something like that. I don't know. <laughs> At that time. <laughs> Like I, I just, no no it was like, like a recently, few months it was like ago. a few months ago yeah. like, <laughs> a few months ago when the Bella Twins book was out yeah right? yeah I well so, so I some guy was like I, he was like he was like well you always like trash AJ not the Bellas I was like when have I done that and he like showed me some tweet from like 2015 where I was like guys don't complain about like AJ returning yet let's see where this goes I'm like actually this is like in favor of AJ so like <laughs> I'm like I was I was like yeah like 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 don't get me wrong I think like. A lot of people just assume since like if you are a big Bella Twins fan, you automatically dislike AJ, and that's 100% not the case. I definitely see her value, and I love her. I just wasn't a big fan of that promo. I think her. Yeah. I yeah. mean, you know, yeah, no, go yeah. Ahead. I feel like I was I was fine with the promo as a start of a feud, but the feud didn't go right. anywhere apparently. So you know, in that sense, it didn't really help anyone. But I feel like there is more to the story. You know what, Bella Twins alluded to mm-hmm. it but i feel like there's definitely more in the back i, I don't think the girls got along in that time period <laughs> yeah from what i knew like what i've seen on tv i feel like it could have been an interesting story that was on the edge of reality and fake and that was a popular format of feud back then with the cm punk and everything um and with total divas reality show going on but it ultimately didn't go anywhere for some i can reason. say total divas did in a way hurt the division because not I, I don't think well so. no, no 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 i think it helped the division no no but i mean in, internally agree, agree. internally yeah. because yeah, yeah i have been told by some of the girls not everyone knew the show was going on so oh, only okay. select women 
knew about it. So it kind of felt like, oh shit, the company is choosing them over me. So I kind of see where they were going with the Mm -hmm. real divas versus total divas, whatever the hell AJC was called. I forget what they were called. True divas. Um, So like, (laughs) like, I get like, I was like, okay, there's some sort of reality. They're trying to blend in. But the thing is, it's just like, it wasn't fully explained. So it was, it was just like a little fuzzy. You kind of had to put the pieces together yourself. Um, So I think that hurt, but like, but you know what? AJ was doing her thing. She was the top woman for like a year. Then Nikki did it the next year. Um, and they both, I think, brought something different and unique to the picture as in that role. I and I, I liked it. I think it changed the division and got us to where we needed it to be in like 2016 when the Four Horsewomen came up. So I, I think it was 2015, I'm sorry. Um, so it was just, I don't know, it was something different, unique, but the Bellas, um, Paige and AJ at that time, they were killing it. There was that amazing shot of them in the WrestleMania, um, 31 program, like, which oh, yeah. I, like, if you haven't seen it, Google it. It's literally the best for all four of them look so good. <laughs> like, <Yes. laughs> I love that picture, like, but it, it was a great, that I really enjoyed that year of those four and Stephanie, um really oh being at God, the top yeah, yeah. yeah so stephanie was killing it yeah she really i miss her being an active well she, not that she was like active but she was like involved with the women i miss her like yeah I, I would like to see her like come back for another program with one of the girls yeah i am um, with stuff though i really appreciate the stephanie and brie bella match with summer Sun, though yeah honestly amazing amazing so good i love i really love that whole feud and that match like when brie called her a bitch on raw like oh, <laughs> my favorite you're such a bitch and then that guy's face next to it. that that clip is probably the most used clip in ring of <laughs> my favorite is also when step brie quit i quit and she like <laughs> stephanie at um payback and stephanie ran to the back and i don't know what was going on with her dress but it looked like she peed herself like, oh like that should have been a total diva <laughs> right oh my god i made the boss pee like, <laughs> speaking about um summer slam i got a few more topics left um i want to talk about what do you guys think about the outcome of summer slam that just passed by Mm, I, I, I enjoyed SummerSlam. I actually really enjoyed SummerSlam. I did talk about, you know, Ring the Bell a little bit. I think some of the storyline elements of, um, of, of Sasha taking the bullet for Bailey, but Bailey mm-hmm. didn't, it was kind of subtle for me. Um, yeah. I hoped it was a little overt. That would have been better for the storytelling. But I think overall, I think they did a pretty good job telling the story of Asuka prevailing over Bailey and Sasha and then finally falling apart. I think it was a fun story. And the Sasha Oscar match, as always, was so good. Oh my God, that yes. freaking power bomb. Oh, yeah. I love that. Apron. Oh my crazy. crazy. Like Dia said, like, yeah, it really told a story. Um, and I think like once we eventually get there, so like, honey, I know you've mentioned it a few times, like Sasha never retains the title. I think Ever. What, what, when she <laughs> when she inevitably does win the title off of Bailey, I think the big match for her is not gonna be that title win, but her retaining the title. Yeah. over bailey oh, yeah. like so i definitely think that's going to be the big thing so because like i could see sasha even winning the title before mania and then facing bailey at mania in the rematch and that's when she gets her big win like the retaining it of it because she's never successfully done it so as a sasha fan i would cry 
Like, I would absolutely, like, I would literally yeah. cry if that happens. Like, when she won the Raw title at Extreme Rules, I cried. Because <laughs> oh. I was like, I was like, are we, I'm shocked, because, like, as of Sasha Finn, like, you, you always think she's going to lose, right? Because, like, at this point, that's the trend. Second of all, like, the way it ended, I was like, did she keep the title? Are they having a rematch? And when she had the rematch and she kept it, I was like, oh, my God, they're actually giving her another reign. I was, like, actually shook that, like, at this point, she was a five-time world champion and a tag team, and she was double champ. But I was like, this, oh, some nice flowing for the crew, but... Wow. <laughs> I mean, so many Sasha Banks fans were so upset that, that she lost again. Because they thought it was like, yeah. Were you upset? I was, um, but I know it's for the bigger picture. I know she's going to get that SmackDown title soon. So, mm-hmm. I, you know, now she... It's sort of like Charlotte, right? Now she has five reigns. Yeah, they're like hot potato, like some of Charlotte's, but it's like, if you could give her one good one, then I'm satisfied. But it's hard being a Sasha fan, guys. The anxiety I have every match is not okay. I can't even imagine. Like, I love Sasha, but I'm, like, not, like, her, I'm not, like, a super fan like you. Like, I was, yeah. I, that has to be, like, exhausting. Like, see, for me, I'm what, always shaking. I, that's why I, like, stand people who are most likely to win. Like, I'm like, okay, the balls will switch places. It'll be fine. Like, I'm going to try to yeah, yeah. the girls. She'll be fine. Like, but also, the way Sasha runs the match is so extreme. Like, you don't know if she will get injured or not. Yeah. That, that, that part at Extreme Rules when she was acting like she got oh, injured. Oh, the thing, yeah. My heart sank. Ooh, yeah, I sense. was like, fuck, she tweets her. Remember that summer sunset with Charlotte? Yeah. Charlotte dropped her. Yeah. I was like, oh, she's oh going to be out God. for a year now. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, no, she makes me, she gives me, makes me nervous. Like, like I said, like, she reminds me of Melina because Melina used to do shit like that. Or I'd be like, right. Right. or Lita. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, Lita, yeah. Lita oh, broke my God, her Lita. Neck. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> like, that 2004 main event where yeah. she like, literally went over. I was like, did she re-break it? But she was fine. I was like, shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, but. But also, Mandy and Sonia, I think it wasn't as good as I hoped it would be. But yeah. I think it was. It's the, yeah. It's the it's the start of something new. <laughs> I say they're like the new big stars. I can see here's it. my it thing. Was, yeah. I'm not. I've opted not to give any criticism at all to that match, just because I think it's such a credit to these two women that they were just yeah to be, to be out, there. out there after what they went through that week, like holy shit, like, I, I wouldn't be able to go out there and put on a match. So, you know, I think it's such a credit to them. But, like, yeah, like you said, DS, like, I mean, like, it's the start of something. I think they both have potential to be those next big stars, like, albeit maybe the next Trish and Lita. Like, Absolutely. you know, like, I, I think I they've got that. it. Yeah. They just need to get Sonya some better fucking music. Like... <laughs> <laughs> you just want the... What's it called? the, the poppy version of all the things she said, like, ASAP. Like, this is oh, such a yes. missed opportunity. What are they doing? Like, she's got the mannerisms, and then, like... Yeah. Like, it's just, like, it's, like, come on. She's, she's like, crazy. She's insane. Like, why does she have, like, this, like, menu music for, like, Ultimate Food Challenge, like, DVDs? Like, this is awful. Like, it's just, like, it's a mess. Um, and I... I don't know why they didn't let Mandy do her hair like she did, has been doing it. Like, and yeah, they made her slick look? it back. <laughs> oh my god, we had like the 15 minute conversation about that. You know, I think she's just trying to make sure that she's she's trying to show that she's not there for the look. Okay. <laughs> Is my interpretation. I get it. <laughs> I don't know, girl. I don't know. But I think, didn't they say the lawyer in, in Sonya Deville's court case that's going on with that guy, that stalker, is that they didn't want her being bald because I guess, like, outside of wrestling, they didn't want her looking yeah, crazy or so something, that's, right? that's why they changed yeah. the... 
the match um to the yeah. loser leaves but thing. she's a performer i would it, you know it sucks that like i guess with but that case, at know. the same yeah. time I, I i get it like on, like i, I work it, in yeah. legal and like i see like what they're saying i think it's i think it's dumb but um yeah i don't know so I, it's probably smarter um just for their case that she didn't cut it and like she's got gorgeous hair so yeah um yeah you know i hope she takes this break um really you know recover from all the horrible things that happened to her and you know what come back on the Royal rumble win it yes go to wrestlemania because she has what it takes to take it over and end that whole whole four horsewoman <laughs> conversation break the stable <laughs> i would love to see her come back and like because honestly i have no idea what they're gonna do with her now that she's got the title again like i would love to see her return and like take the belt off oscar like when she does, oh, yeah. you know, because we yeah. were, I think we were supposed to get the two of them at Mania last year. Yep. Um, You're right. So, yeah. you know, give us what we want. Hell yeah. Speaking about pay-per-views, I have one more question about a pay-per-view. Uh, what do you guys, Evolution was such a beautiful thing. So what was your uh, outtake on it? So good. It was like my happy, it was like my rainbow and unicorn world. Yeah. <laughs> it was amazing. Like, I don't know if you could tell, but I'm like kind of shy. Um, so, <laughs> like, but that was a place I could literally go to anyone and say hi, hug, talk about wrestling. It was the best place ever. And just the positivity in that arena, it was like legit the best experience of my life. And I would be so upset if there's not second one because I want it. I want that feeling again. I'm on that evolution high still to this day. It, yeah, it was a safe community. Like, you know how we talk about being LGBT fans. A majority of those fans were either women or allies or gay men. So it was really cool to like walk around in a crop top and like, you know, be be a fan. Yeah. It, so like, I have like two like favorite weekends of my life. Um, and... One was my wedding, and the, uh, the, the other one was Evolution Weekend, which was three weeks before that. So, wow. yeah. Um, so it was like honestly, like I, I like that kind of on that weekend sometimes, and I'm like, holy shit, was that like real? Um, it's because like you know, so like they announced it, um, and you know, so the the event itself, like actually, so like October 28th is not a great day for me. It's the anniversary of my mom's passing. So oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. So when I heard the date, I was like, holy shit, like that's like kind of crazy. And like it ended up being like my, my bachelor party event with my brothers because I did a separate thing with my girlfriends. They were not coming to wrestling, although I did make them dress like divas for a night for my bachelor party. So <laughs> <laughs> yes. the commitment. I have great friends. So <laughs> um, so um I was like, wow. I was like, you know, like that's like such a sign. We have to go. So like um for fortunately like i don't live too far so like we we like we didn't have to get a flight or anything we were able to go so i was already looking forward to this like you know getting so hyped about it um for me it was like a little cherry on top because like the day before that was the bella's pep rally and like that week um kathy um the bella's mom had texted me and um she's like hey can i give your contact info to the producers of the show and i was like uh yeah sure whatever and i knew they were doing a pep rally so i was like oh maybe she just wants to make sure i'm in the audience for it because like a few days yeah. before that a video of me screaming about ronda rousey had like <laughs> was online of me at like a oh, really? yeah it was like during that promo with like I'll I'll send you it sometime it's like it was when the Bellas came out and like Rhonda was like you didn't you knocked down John Cena's door and like 
Oh yeah. my god. Like, so like <laughs> they were in Philly and I was on my feet the whole time. Like, and I'm like, I'm like, no one likes you, Rhonda. Michelle oh Nicole should god. be in her spot. <laughs> like, and like all of a sudden, and wow. like Nikki said, like Divas Champion. I was like, yeah! like so, and like they that the Bellas actually followed me right after the video. <laughs> um, so um, so then um Kathy's like, yeah, they just want your info. And I was like, sure. I got a call the next day from the producers. And they were like, hey, um, so Nicole wanted to know if you would host this pep rally they're doing. Um, and I'm like, wait, what? So they had me write two speeches. Um, I, I only ended up giving up giving the one, which was more about the Bellas, but they had me write one about the women's division as a whole through the years. Um, and I really wish I got to do that one too, because like, it was really about like, obviously like China and like Trish and Lita and the women who made this weekend possible. Um, Cause it wasn't really just a Bella's pep rally. It, yeah. was an evo- it was an evolution pep rally. And it was about like women and what like we've all wanted to see and the women's division. So like, honestly, like being a part of like that and like it, it happened really quick. Cause like I found out on the Friday, the event was Saturday. Um, so like, we got to get, Doug and I left, booked a room, like, because we were only going to stay the one night, like, hauled ass up there. Um, I had, like, rehearsals all day Saturday, and then, like, we did the show. And it was just so surreal, like, having Nicole and Brie come in and just be like, oh, my God, thank you for doing this. And, like, like just being, like, so nice and, like, cursing. And, like, like, like Nicole's like, are you going to say bitch in it? Like, <laughs> I was like, sure. <laughs> like, um... So, but it was just, that was, like, surreal. And then, like, at that event, I got to meet a lot of the Bella Army, which, like, I've already been very connected with a lot of them um, yeah. through, like, online. Because, like, you know, like, I just, like, they're, they, they find each other. Like, if you're a Bella's fan, like, you'll find each other online. Oh, um, we make it happen. <laughs> yeah. So, then, like, we had already been planning, like, a tailgate the next day, too, at Evolution for the Bella Army for Nicole. Um so I was like, oh, yeah. So, like, the producers were like, hey, we're going to come by and film that, too. And I'm like, all right, cool. So, like, I did not, like, expected, like, four people to come to this thing. Like, we got there. Like, the hallway was mobbed with, like, people in Bella's gear. Like, screen, like security shut us down. Like, <laughs> we were, like, so crazy. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was insane. Like, it was the craziest thing. But the energy was amazing because I had never been to a show where people were hyped just yeah. about the women. Like, it's always like, oh, I can't wait to see Randy Orton. Like, it's like, <laughs> it's like, no. Um, Trish and Lita delivered. Like, Trish and Lita's comeback was oh, fucking amazing. And that Becky Lynn Charlotte match, phenomenal. And Nikki Bella killed it with Ronda. So and Bree, Bree's managing was the best that night. It was so. Right. It was. Know, I lost my voice for like a week because there was no, no, no bathroom break match. No, at all. everything was so exciting from gear entrances to storytelling to matches, like the spots, like that last woman standing match. Shit, like I was like, damn. It was <laughs> so. It was amazing, but like honestly, for me, like not only just that, but like being able to meet people who I connected with online for years like so like one of my best friends is chris riddle we didn't meet in person till that weekend and we've known each other like almost 10 years like wow. um like yeah like, it, like we've had so many projects together but like being able to like be in person together it was so because like you know sometimes like oh you talk to someone online and i'm like oh it'll be weird in person it was 
like instant like okay like we're both like the same person like so but it was just it was amazing to meet so many people and like just the just like the and even after the show like at the hotel like right there like there were so many people like it was everyone was just in such a good mood it felt like wrestlemania weekend but better yeah can i ask something controversial about evolution (laughs) you know what i'm gonna ask Mm -hmm. Um, so how was that, uh, what was it, the orgy that they're claiming that you were at? Yeah, I don't know how that rumor started. I think just <laughs> honestly, because I'm a recognizable gay fan. So, yeah. like, I was like, all right. And a sex symbol. <laughs> a sex symbol with those booty shorts. <laughs> I mean, if people knew how much I farted, that would change. So, oh. but like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> But, um, yeah, no, anyway, but, uh, yeah, no, I, I don't, I think it was, like, some Stan account that, like, made it, or whatever, and they quickly changed their profile picture once, like, they got caught, too, because, like, people were coming for their, like, it was, honestly, it was just shitty, um, here's the thing, people are gonna say shit, I don't really care, like, it is what it is, like, their, yeah. opinion, their opinions are beyond irrelevant to me, I have an incredible life, um, and it's just a reflection of the type of person they are, like, and, it's pretty evident. So it is what it is, but I do like fucking with them. <laughs> when, oh yeah. I was enjoying it. the banter. <laughs> like, like I was like, I was like, fuck you. Like, it's just like, they're such pieces of shit. But like, honestly, I was not there. Here's what really happened. I you know, left. Yeah. I had to piss. Cause, oh like, yeah. Like, he was sleeping. Yeah, weren't yeah. you? I was, I was like, I'm going to bed. So like, I went back to the room, like, because my future husband at the time, Doug was with me too. And my brothers, yeah. like my brothers went to their room. Doug and I went to ours. Doug was like, first of all, God bless the man. Like I put him through so much wrestling shit. Like he's yeah. not a wrestling fan. And like, that was a heavy weekend for him. Like, so he was like, he's like, all right, let's just like, go to bed like you know like maybe friends is on the tv or something like that like so like we're <laughs> sitting in bed yeah. and like chris is like you need to come downstairs and i'm like i'm tired and he yeah and he yeah like I, I was like i was like i'm tired and i ended up coming like a half hour later because i was like all right i need to put on more eye cream like, <laughs> and, like, like yeah. and like i was like uh, so like i literally came down in like sweatpants and like I think like a Brimo shirt or something like, and I was just like, hi. And like, I stayed for like 10 minutes. Cause like, um, Victor, I don't know if you got guy in green. I don't know if you guys know him. He was there and like him and I have talked for like years and I was like, Oh, Hey. So like we were talking, um, and Tom Castello, I don't know if you guys know him, but he used to be a writer. He's such a good person. So him and I were talking too, cause I didn't really catch up with him. Um, so then like I talked to them and I went to bed. There was no orgy. I've been in a monogamous relationship for almost nine years, so don't even know I'm why I have to say that. I'm glad we're clearing this up. No, <laughs> yeah. I, I believe you. Like, when you said that, I was just, I thought it was so funny when these, like, stands were trying to come at it. I was like, fuck this. Yeah. But, good. It's on, yeah. It's on There was no record. orgy. <laughs> you know, I was not invited, so I was feeling very flowing. <laughs> like, there wasn't one. So I feel great about it. Exactly. So to clear the record, there was no orgy, and Jake was not there. So I was bye, not bitches. there. <laughs> so um, too bad so sad exactly <laughs> I want to get into fan bases really quick I mean we talked about it already so we don't have to go on but I want to say thank you Jacob for um, the zoom calls for Total Bellas and how they have they, the Bella Twins joined us a few times oh yeah um, I, oh, yeah. Oh, cool. it was like, yeah, honestly, and then coming in, yeah. 
it was it was something they wanted to, they were like doing like oh show us your socially distant like total bellas premiere party so i was like oh i'll do like a zoom party i know how to use zoom like <laughs> i don't understand discord though so <laughs> get me started we recorded on that last week and i was sorry no, yeah this. um but uh yeah so anyway but uh, I was like, oh, yeah, we'll do that. So, like, I didn't expect people to show up, but, like, people would show up. Um, and it was awesome because there were, like, new people I didn't know that I got to meet. And what was really awesome is, like, the girls stopped by a few times. Like, yeah. um, and, like, which was such a surprise, like, even to me. Like, I had no idea they were coming. It's funny because the first time they came on, it said, like, Stephanie Garcia. Like, because I have to approve the yeah. people before. <laughs> and then the next week it was Nikki Bella. <laughs> I was like, oh, she forgot to change her Zoom handle. <laughs> so, and then it was like I, the Bellas. I like the one that they, they came for the last episode and they were yeah. obviously both so pregnant and they did like a little Q&A with us. Yeah, Kathy was there too. Like, who is honestly, Kathy is really honestly the best. She's the only reason I have any sort of connection with the Bellas. Um, she's just, she's a, such a good person. And honestly, she loves a shady tweet. Like I go, oh, yeah. I I've seen her like some shady ass shit that I've written about before. I'm like, oh, Kathy. <laughs> like so, but I I adore her. She's a gem. But they, yeah, but like, but they that that's the other thing about the Bellas is just like they're so into connecting with their fan base. They're so into getting to know their fans, and gen- they remember people too, like which is yeah. so cool. Um, but you know, it was, it was really awesome. And it, it it was just like a little thing. And like, I don't want any credit for anything. Like I made a zoom meeting. It's not that serious, but like, but I fully appreciate that they took the time to come in and meet a lot of their fans and connect and talk to them. And it was just, it was so awesome seeing what that did for people. Like I love seeing people like tweeting their pictures, like, and stuff from their computers, like, like, Oh my God, the Bellas were on. And it's just like, they go that extra mile. Like, they were not obligated to do any of that shit. Brie actually was, she said she was going to come on one week. And she forgot. And she sent me a message. She's like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. She's, she, and I'm like, I was like, really? It's not that serious. Like, like, <laughs> like, like, like she's, she's like, I really wanted to. She's like, she's like, I'm like, was doing a million things. I'm like, you guys have like some pretty hectic lives. So like, really don't worry about it. Like, so, but... Yeah, it is. It was great, and there weren't that many troll people, so that's great too. Yeah, <laughs> no, I I had a great time, and especially during COVID, it was a good like little getaway to like watch the show and then also be with a community. Yeah, so. it, 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 at the time of it too. Yeah, it, the timing was great because like we that was when like peak like isolation and like don't go out yep. anywhere. So like it was really good to like be able to make some face to face interactions. Yes. So the last thing we're actually going to do is the game time thing I was telling you guys about. So, yes, I'm going to give you three questions. You should get the same question. You have to pick. There's be two options of who you'd want to be or what you'd want to be for 24 hours. Are y'all ready? Yeah. All right. So question one for 24 hours, would you rather be Stephanie McMahon or Shane McMahon? (laughs) Stephanie. Shane. I would go with Shane. (laughs) (laughs) um why um honestly okay this is gross but like i kind of have like a little crush on shane mcmahon too same like like, when he lost his shirt in that cage match last year i was a fan so i would just stare at the mirror all day 
Sam. If you're Stephanie, you can be with Triple A. Hard pass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can spray water in your face. I would only want to be Stephanie on August 26, 2000, and get my head DDT'd into the match, into the map by Stephanie McMahon. Oh, China. my God. <laughs> okay, got it, got it. <laughs> All right, question two. Would you rather be Angel Garza's butt for 24 hours or RVD's butt for 24 hours? Oh, Angel Garza. Angel Garza. Okay. What was that? Yeah. Hard question. <laughs> no thanks. Um, RVD never really right. did it for me. Yeah. Okay. You're right. Okay. That was that was pretty easy. Fine. Um. And I'm I'm not even. Are do you have a thing for RVD? Um. For his yeah. Well, his bubble butt was cute, but like I can, not anymore. I can see what you mean. Um, now he's gross because he's also hanging out with Colt from 90 Day Fiance, who I skied. Yeah. So, no, oh no thanks. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, no. I can see, like, circa 2002. Yes. Okay, no, so question. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> question. Okay, next one. Yeah, question three. Would you rather be heel Trish 2000 TNA, or would you rather be heel trish circa 2004 for 24 hours 2004 2004 yeah. nobody i don't care if it's break me freaking spear <laughs> free britney hashtag um i'd be 2000 because um one you got to wear skimpier outfits um <laughs> i love a skimpy outfit um two i got to clean tables i love to clean um and Hard. 2004 you have to go to bridal showers ew so, like the one they threw for hey. Lita. So, <laughs> I'm sure you can have a three way relationship with Tyson Tomko and Christian. I That's don't like want any relationship with Tyson. <laughs> you can and have, get to kick you Christian can have the whole time. Val Venus and White Trunks in 2000 and Kurt Angle. So, come on. Like, oh, I don't know. 2000 and 2001 Kurt Angle? Really? Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'd be 2000 Trish. Plus, you get a cowboy hat uh, sometimes. 2004 for me. I just, I love the outfits. It's just like bra and high waisted oh, pants or jeans. Actually, so you know what? I'm going to do a bonus question because I, I really want to hear the answer for this one. Would you rather be Nikki or Brie Bella for 24 hours? Nikki. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> this one's hard for me. I don't know. Um, I like Brie's lifestyle, but I also just like Nikki's flashiness. I guess I'm going with Nikki. <laughs> I'm very Nikki personality. Yeah, yeah. I want I want like a Louis Vuitton bag and like a donut and iced coffee. Same. I cannot have whatever toilet that Daniel Bryan no. has. I, no, I can't. Do I, I couldn't that. do Bree's lifestyle for me. Like it's just I'm I'm not that health conscious. I couldn't do the vegan life and all that yeah. stuff. And like for me, I have extremely expensive tastes. So <laughs> um, all right, Nikki. <laughs> so. Yeah, I definitely have to be Nicole. (laughs) (laughs) Right, well, um, that's about it, guys. Do you have any final words before we say bye to everyone? Um, Yeah, no, really just like, you know, I'd love seeing how many people are openly gay wrestling fans now. Um, Yeah. Whether you realize it or not, like, in some way, you're helping someone else at a show when we get to go to shows again be comfortable being who they are because like you know the thing is there are kids at these shows and you might be that person who is an inspiration to a closeted gay kid 
um, who's just like, oh my God, I can't be myself. If they see you being like loud, proud, like you cheering for the women, cheering for men, whatever you're doing, um, just know they're going to remember that. And that'll be an inspiration to someone, whether you realize it or not. So live yourself life unapologetically and like be a wrestling fan, be crazy, love who you love. Um, and just, yeah, just be yourself and have fun. Oh, I love yeah. that. I think, I think my favorite part of doing Ring the Bell is, of course, watching wrestling, whatever, watching wrestling and, you know, making content. But my favorite part is meeting all the amazing fans, like, all around the yeah. world. Like, it's kind of crazy how, like, we get fans from, like, Kuwait, Philippines, Mexico, like, it's everywhere. So it's honestly amazing to because growing up i feel like i was the only one watching when i was wrestling in korea i didn't i didn't have any friends growing up i was wrestling my pillow so i <laughs> am loving that meeting all the people and it, i feel like a family i feel like with all the women's wrestling fans because it's such a tight-knit you know yeah. community i feel yeah. like your friends families i love it i have to say too though um, um i mentioned this last week too so this is like kind of already heard this but i really appreciate the platform he's created for yes. lgbtq fans um you know, like, from what I can remember, um, there was never really something where people could go and be like, oh, but hold on one second, my dog is, like, scratching at the door. <laughs> <laughs> I-, I was, like, cheering up. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Um, no. But, no, but, um, I mean, like, the thing is, there were, like, places like women's wrestling, but, like, sexuality and stuff like that isn't something that was, like, openly really talked about or anything like that. Or, like, you know, like, being yourself. So it's great to see DS creating a place that's not really... Because while it's primarily, like, women's wrestling, like, it's so much more than that. It's, like, it, it's, I think it's a safe place for gay fans to come and, like, be themselves. Like, I've met, like, gay fans who, like, loved the channel and stuff like that. Like, there was, there was definitely, yeah. like, there was a gay kid I met, like, who was, like, 12 or something like that at, like, uh, Elimination Chamber before, like, COVID happened. And um, he was, like, oh, my God. He's, like, he's, like, I love Ring the Bell because, like, he, like, he recognized me from, like, my little, like, thingy I do on the channel. And, like, he's, like, <laughs> he, he's, like, he's, like, oh, my God. He's, like, he's, like, can you let DS know, like, he's amazing and, like, all this. And I was, oh like, I was, I was, like, yes, totally, sweetie. Um, so, like, I was just, like, you know what? Like, what the channel is creating is going to help that kid one day, like, and maybe sooner than, like, like, than, like, for, like, a lot of gay guys I know, like, around my age, like, they came out in their 20s. Like, I came out even earlier. I came out at, like, 20. And I know people didn't come out until, like, 25, 26. So it's just, like, it'll be amazing that that kid could, like, be his authentic self even earlier in life and really live his best years even earlier because he's seeing people, he's seeing people like him that make him comfortable being the person he is. So, Aww, yeah, so I, I really appreciate that you guys are doing that. I know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, thank you for saying that. I mean, you know, like, even starting the channel, I mean, I don't talk about her a lot, but when, when I started the channel with Lola, I mean, she's a wrestler, and I've worked in WWE, so I just wanted to make sure... I mean, I'm Asian fan. There, I don't think there's a lot of Asian fans' voice out mm-hmm. there, especially in like wrestling content. And she's 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 a trans woman, so I wanted to focus on like marginalized view, diverse yeah. view. Paloma, uh, Mexican American, she is or she's a seasoned wrestler. So I, I really like that. Ring the bell. At least um, I try to bring in different point of views into the channel. So that is really important to me. So I think that definitely contributed to, you know. M- letting people feel more welcome. So I am 
thankful for saying that. And of course, it is Diva Dirt that trail is a blazed trail. Is that the expression? Trailblazer. Flaming. Flaming in this case. (laughs) 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 Yes, yes. But yes. Uh, I I told Jake this, but I was literally in my military. You can't bring phone, um, laptop, or anything. So I, I made a legally copied. CD, brought it in there illegally and listened to it at night. So I thank you so much for saying that. Of course, of course. Aww. Yeah, no, it's just, it's, it's a, it's a tight knit community, but I'm so happy to see it expanding and being an accepted yeah. portion of the wrestling community and being recognized. And I like that. I like that when I go to shows now, what I see in the crowd is changing. It's like not a place I feel uncomfortable it's not a place where I'm like, holy shit, I can't be myself because, like, someone's going to yell, like, fag or something like that at me. Like, yeah. um, so, yeah. like, I love that wrestling is changing for the better and we yeah. need another evolution so we can have another pride parade at evolution. Yes. <laughs> and an orgy. <laughs> an orgy. <laughs> evolution orgy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I agree with you guys. You guys, I'm glad that I've met both of you. Um, it's so good to see such amazing LGBT fans. And also you guys are just such nice people. So thanks for that. And oh, being a part of the community. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love you too. I, like, I'm, I'm like happy to like meet people like you who are just like, so themselves too it's just it's so refreshing thank you it's refreshing and i love what i love even more though is like people like starting their own content too like you with this podcast is amazing to see like (laughs) it's so fun and i think that's even more of a testament to like hey you know what like people are feeling comfortable in their own skin and putting themselves out there which can be very scary like you know, like Stan yeah. Twitter is just like mean dicks. Like, it's true. Like, yeah, it's true. you know, so like, you know, like, hey, like, you know, there's going to be criticism, but like, honestly, it makes you a whole lot stronger. And I love that you're putting yourself out there. Oh, thank you. I want to give you guys like a group hug. Right <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys are so sweet. Um, but yeah, thank you for being a part of this. I'm going to put your guys' Instagrams in uh, the bio and then I could do the ring the bell as well the youtube link and if you guys want to send me any other things to put on the podcast when it debuts um this is a bonus episode listeners so this should be coming out probably on sunday right before payback so awesome. it'd be a cute yeah. little WWE promo push yeah but um yeah that's it thanks for listening everyone and also thank you too for being a part of it um thanks for having us it. yeah yeah of course oh thanks diaz (laughs) this was amazing boo thank you for having us thank you well take it easy guys love you both love you too bye bye talk to you later on nana tings